0: Hello, um, I'm Antoine Dinswan and I'm one of the two chief editors of the European Respiratory Journal. So first of all, very happy New Year to all our readers because we are now going to comment on two papers that uh, uh, will appear uh, in our uh, January issue. And those two papers are related to a very exciting field in pulmonary hypertension. Uh, the two papers is going, are going to uh, discuss uh, about the role of fibrocyte in pulmonary hypertension. So... The fibrocyte, as we know, is a type of cell. And uh, this uh, has been uh, first described by Bucala and colleagues in the early 90s, in 1994 exactly. And um, the fibrocyte is defined mainly by the expression of a variety of cell surface antigens. Nowadays, that is to say in 2012, we know that the fibrocyte is also one of many populations of bone marrow-derived cells that can be detected in the peripheral blood. And what is interesting with the fibrocyte is it has really fibroblast-like nature uh, in the sense that these cells can express and synthesize a great amounts of collagen one, collagen two and vimentin. And because of that, fibrocytes have been implicated in tissue remodeling that occurs in a number of human diseases. And on the respiratory field, those diseases include idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis, asthma, and also pulmonary hypertension, and that is what we are going to discuss now. So pulmonary hypertension is a fearful disease, and in it has a number of animal models that we can study, and uh, with which we can try to understand the underlying mechanism. So in animal models of pulmonary hypertension, Pulmonary vascular remodeling is associated with fibroproliferative changes in the media and in the adventitia. And until very recently, these changes were attributed to an expansion of local resident fibroblast. That is to say that the origin of the fibroproliferation was thought to be local and not coming from the blood. However, recent studies in some animal model, for example in neonatal calf or in rats, have shown that a proportion of the adventitial cells of animals with pulmonary hypertension are actually blood-derived fibrocyte phenotypes. And in this issue, in the January issue of the European Respiratory Journal, we have two papers discussing the role of circulating fibrocytes in the pathophysiology of bone hypertension. The first one coming from a group lead by, uh, led by Professor Carl Stenmark, and the first author of the paper is Dr. Yeager. So Dr. Yeager and collaborators have shown an increased levels of fibrocytes in children and in young adults with idiopathic and secondary pulmonary hypertension as compared with controls. Furthermore, they have shown that the numbers of fibrocytes correlated with the levels of pulmonary arterial pressure but not with any other clinical parameter or with the length or the type of treatment. A second paper coming from a group working in hospital Antoine Becler, led by Professor Mark Amber and Dr. Frédéric Peros, with the first author being Dr. Gambarillon, have, by contrast, shown that instead of having an increased level of fibrocytes, as shown by Yeager and colleagues, while the French authors have shown a decrease in percentage of fibrocytes in adult patients with pulmonary arterial hypertension, but they did not found any difference in absolute cell counts. So here we are, two quite opposite uh, results in terms of the amounts of fibrocytes but nonetheless, none those two papers actually have highlighted the important role that this cell type can have in the physiopathology of pulmonar hypertension. Of course, the results from each group of authors are not directly comparable because of first the differences in the methods the authors have used to define fibrocyte's numbers and also in the different populations of subjects studied. For example, in the first paper, Yeger and colleagues have studied children and, and adults, whereas in the second paper from the French authors, Gambarian and colleagues have studied, studied only adult patients. So, just to summarize, well, we think that the idea of a pathological fibrocyte in pulmonary hypertension, either increase or decrease, we don't know that for sure yet, but a pathological fibrocyte in pulmonary hypertension is actually an attractive therapeutic concept. And as pulmonary arterial hypertension involves internal thickening and fibrosis with fibroproliferative changes in remodel vessels, Tackling this particular um, concept would certainly be very interesting in the future to design new way of treating this fearful disease. So, for the physiopathology of pulmonary hypertension, we have started with a, a concept of a disturbed vascular smooth muscle cell and then with a an abnormal endothelial cells, with, with what we call the endothelial dysfunction. And now, after, of course, having some very interesting ideas on the role of inflammation, now we have a new concept of the role of fibrocyte on fibroproliferation, which is really a hallmark of uh, this fearful disease. So we hope with the publication of those two papers in the European Respiratory Journal, we have uh, shed some light on this new field and we hope that this will herald a series of uh, new papers uh, published either in our journal or in other respiratory journal to help us to better understand the role of this particular cell type in the physiopathology of So it was the podcast commented by Antoine Dinsuan from Paris, commenting on the two papers published in the January issue of the European Respiratory, Respiratory Journal.